Welcome to the Discovering Our Scars podcast, where we share personal experiences so we can learn from each other. I'm Steph. And I'm Beth. I've been in recovery for 15 years and am the author of Discovering My Scars, my memoir about how what's done in the darkness eventually comes to light. I'm a lawyer turned pastor who's all about self-awareness and emotional health because I know what it's like to have neither of those things. Beth and I have been friends for years, have gone through a recovery program together, and when I wanted to start a podcast, she was the only name that came to mind as co-host. I didn't hesitate to say yes because I've learned a lot from sharing personal experiences with Steph over the years. We value honest conversations and we hope you do too. On today's show, we're going to have an honest conversation titled, What Does It Mean to Be Kind?, Then we'll share a slice of life and the show will close with questions for reflection, where we invite you to reflect on the conversation in your own life. So we recently had Sky Knox on, and one of the things that she said about her husband is that he's a kind person. And so that kind of got us talking about what what does it mean to be kind and what is kindness? Yeah, it seems kind of like an odd topic. It's like, uh, who doesn't talk about kindness? That seems like, you know, a topic, but You know, when something strikes me and I just kind of go, huh, I never thought about that before. I think, oh, we need to talk about that on the podcast. So So here we are. So So, here we are. So what is what is kindness? What is it? What are we even talking about? Is kindness an action? Is it a way of being? Is it some combination? It's interesting because um, I think you hear that a lot, like acts of kindness and um kindness is some like big extravagant thing. Um, but when I really kind of think about it, I think of it as kind people. Like there's people in my life that I know are kind and I wouldn't necessarily be able to sit here and give you a whole list of this was the act of kindness that I was told. That's how I know it's just little things. And to me, I think of kind people in my, in my life, not like the kind actions. Although there are obviously examples of you know, kindness, a stranger would have showed me that I still remember things like that. But I, um, I kind of think of the people and really all the people I'm close to my life are kind people because, you know, I get to choose the people in my life (laughs) and, you know, I'll throw you out if you're not. Um, so I think it as, as people and of presence and of something they do consistently, you know, just being kind. What about you? Well, it's interesting because I told, Hannah, my daughter, who's been a guest on the podcast, I told her that on the period episode. Yes, I told her that that we were doing an episode today about kindness. And so she and I were talking about it. And she actually brought up that question. She said, Well, are you going to talk about acts of kindness? Are you going to talk about people who are kind? Mm. And I was like, Yeah, that's one of the questions. (laughs) That's one of the things we want to talk about. And because I do think of it more as like, acts of kindness, like that Mm -hmm. idea of random acts of kindness or paying it forward. That's kind of the first thing that comes to mind when I think of kindness. But I totally hear what you're saying that some people are just kind. And I do have a lot of people in my life who are kind. And so I could see both sides of it. Well, and I think kind people do kind acts of kindness all the time. Right. And, you know, even with strangers, like something as simple as holding the door open for another human being, I think is kind, you know, it's so it's such a simple act. But in that act, you are recognizing that you see the stranger coming at you, that they matter and that they are, you know, within inches enough where you can hold that door easily open for them. So I consider that a kind act. Yes. Um, whether and I don't, it doesn't matter the gender to me. I'll no, open right. that. I'll keep that darn o- door open. Um, you know, if that if that's necessary. Yeah. And if someone holds the door open for me, I always acknowledge it. I was yes. like, oh, thanks. Yeah. You know, or I, you know, put a little bit more pep in my step so that they're not yeah. standing there too long. Yeah. You know, 
some some way to acknowledge oh yeah they're doing this for me yeah so yeah and my love language um is acts of service so that also is even like doubly better for me like when somebody um like opens hold i mean that as simple as holding a door it's like oh wow they saw me that it's not like i'm like thinking about it for days or anything but it's i think that's important to just show that little bit of kindness i think the place um when as i'm thinking i feel like the place that we see the least kindness is driving people don't like to share the road right i feel that is the worst uh, we see the most unkind people when it's driving i mean i was just driving the other day and I was merging onto the interstate and the guy that was behind me sped up in that lane that I have to get over on because my lane's about to end. I'm like, what in the world, man? That was very unkind. He could totally see you coming. And it's like- He knew I was coming and I was in my little Mini Cooper. He's like, I will take this sucker on. (laughs) And he just speeds up and all of us have to slow down because there's a couple more of us, but it's universally known you let the people in front of you get over when that lane is closing. That's right. So it's very unkind. It's very, and to me, I think the opposite of kind is selfish. Right. I agree. I agree. And, and, I, and I think that driving is actually a good example of that. And I remember when I was teaching my son to drive. We were on the interstate a lot at that point because that's when I was serving a church over in Quincy. And so we had to be on I-10 a lot. And I remember teaching him specifically like, okay, when you come up on this exit, you need to change lanes because you're going to keep going. And these people are going to need to merge. And look, we have three lanes here. So you can just get over one and then there's room for everybody. Like that's such a basic. I mean, that's like a rule of the road. That's not even being, I mean, yes, it's kind, but because you don't have to. Like you don't physically have to move over, but although I don't know if it's a law, is it a law to move over? No, no, only for police officers. Yeah. 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 But yeah, that's, I mean, that's just, we all have to follow certain rules in order for us to not have accidents. Well, there's still plenty, but you know, but merging does take some cooperation. So, you know, come on. Yeah. You see a car there, you know what to do. So I'm curious, like, when you think of kindness, like an act of kindness or a kind person, what does that feel like when someone's done something kind for you? I think it's one of those things where it's like, you know it when you see it, you know, you know it when you experience it. I think the best way to describe it is that I feel seen, Mm -hmm. right? I feel like my humanity is acknowledged in some way, even if it is a small thing, like opening the door or making room so I can merge or when my husband replaces the toilet paper roll, you know, like these are things it was like, yeah, that was something small, but somebody thought about me and what, what was going to be convenient or inconvenient for me. And, you know, so I think I feel seen. What about you? Yeah. I was just thinking when you were saying that my neighbors will sometimes bring in my trash cans and, um, and I didn't realize like they've done it a, a handful of times. And I, I didn't, I don't think I realized it at first. I think I just, maybe just was like, Oh, I brought mine. And I, you know, and I finally realized that they were doing it. And I was just like, wow, that's so simple. But I, I feel so special. Like, like I was seen and that they realized this is something I needed, something small that they could do. And, um, yeah, it just kind of like, it's like a breath of fresh air. She's like, that's something I don't have to do. Um, so yeah, I definitely feel like it just feels like, you know, I'm seen, I matter. And it definitely is feels special when it's something that I need. I definitely need done. Like, you know, bringing the trash cans there. There's no doubt that I need that brought in. 
Um, but it but, wouldn't be helpful like if they brought it in before the pickup had happened. Yes, right. That like, would not be helpful. Yeah. Or if there's something, um, you know, that I like done a certain way, if they like did it without asking if this was something that would be helpful. You know, I have a, a friend that had some logs in his backyard and they had just been sitting there. And I said, hey, you know, would that be helpful to bring to the front so they could be taken out? He's like, oh, yeah. And I was like, OK, I'll do it on trash day. Um, but I didn't want to just randomly go cause maybe he wanted them back right. there. You don't know, you know, so that's like <laughs> asking, yeah. um, if that's something. And actually I also was going to mow his yard and I asked and I was like, Hey, can I, you know, would that be helpful? And he's like, yes, but funny enough, my other neighbor just asked and she did it <laughs> and she mowed my lawn and I was like, okay, great. Well, <laughs> so, um, another, yeah. So always ask because you never know if it's already being done or if it even needs to be done. What feels better? to you to do something kind for someone or to have something kind done for you? Well, I think they both feel good. And mm-hmm. usually if, if, um, if someone is doing something kind for me, it's usually, well, I guess probably always unexpected, you know, because yeah. I think if I expected it, it would be something different. It wouldn't be a kindness. It would be them doing what they were supposed to do or something, you know, like that. So, uh, so I like the surprise element of it, you know, or the unexpected element of when someone else does something kind in your mind do you think that your husband's kind yes he is so, he's a kind person so he's just he treats me with he's a, lot of kindness. a kind person in general so does it surprise you when he's kind or does it surprise you when he's unkind or is he ever unkind i actually can't think of a time that i thought he was unkind yeah but i think there are things he does that i take for granted yeah that other people would see as a kindness like yeah. when he takes out the trash i don't consider that a kindness like that's kind of our deal. Well, right? Like, well, and the, I, that's something that's a, that's a household thing that needs to be done. Though. Right. It's not necessarily he's doing it for you. He's doing it for the household. Right. But since he and I share a bathroom and it's in our bedroom, so like nobody else uses it. He really recently, like he really did. He changed the toilet paper roll and I was like, Oh my gosh, that was so kind. And, and I don't know why it just struck but me. But it's as, both your bathrooms. Right. I, I know. <laughs> Do you always change it though? I don't know. (laughs) I feel like, I feel like I always change it, but he probably feels like he always changes it. I don't know. I didn't ask him. (laughs) Well, you just, you saw it in that like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's happened like my house. I'm in charge of everything. It's my house. Right. But I've noticed, um, a few times my mom has like changed my paper towels or something. Yeah. And, um, I was like, Oh, and she's like, of course I would do that. They were, they, there was none left. I was like, yeah, but, Thanks. Right. Thanks. <laughs> She's like, well, I just thought you were leaving them for me. I was like, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> then it became like, wait. <laughs> um, but yeah, my mom will do little things like that. And also the biggest kindness uh, anyone can show is for a dog owner. Is <laughs> my mom will pick up after the dog. She will. She will. Yes. And um, so basically we made a rule uh, because I kept asking and she was annoyed. If you see them use the bathroom, you pick it up. And, um, we only made it a rule because I kept asking, she would be like, uh, you know, Tosh went to the bathroom and I'd be like, did you pick it up? She's like, of course I did. Uh-oh. So the <laughs> rule is if you see it, you pick it up. So now you don't have to ask. I don't have to ask. Yeah. And so she'll tell me that they went to the bathroom and I'll say, thank you. And I know yeah. that she cleaned it up. Um, so that's very kind. <laughs> you recently did something kind for me because I was out of town and an Amazon delivery that was supposed to come before I left. Because by the way, Prime <laughs> is not Prime anymore. Prime, mm. instead of taking two days now, takes a week. Lame. Whatevs. So I had already gone out of town. And then these these things came. One of which was a rug. 
which was not a small thing. And you went over for me and you got it off of my front porch and put it in my garage. And then a couple of days later, I had to ask you to do it again. (laughs) So that was very kind of you to do that for me, to take your time to go out. It wasn't convenient. It was raining. You know, it's not like... We're not like next door neighbors, so you had to go out of your way to do it. So, yeah. I don't think that would ever be possible for us to be next door neighbors. (laughs) Unless you super downsized. One day I'm going to (laughs) downsize. And we'll be next door. I'm not going tiny, but I'm downsizing. (laughs) Um, Yes. Just kidding. I'm not. um, I'm always willing to do anything like that for friends. Um, If anybody asked me, I would be willing to do it because it's like it's something that I can do. Make it happen. You know, my dad, um, he's passed away, but he was a very, very kind person, like was and was known for that, was known for his kindnesses. But you were talking about how it's not it's not always kind if you do something that's not helpful. One time and I don't this was a long, long time ago. Stephen and I hadn't even been married that long. And my dad felt like my pantry was disorganized and he was going to help me by organizing my pantry um, my mom and I had like gone out shopping for the day or something and we got back and he's oh. like, I organized your pantry. Oh. He and I just didn't have the same systems and it was, um, it was not super well received, Mm-mm. but he intended to be kind, right? He wasn't trying to say, you don't know what you're doing and I can do this better. It wasn't that at all. It was like, oh, here's something I can do for her. You know, like, I don't know, like when my kids were little and my parents would come to visit, my mom would help me get caught up on laundry, you know, it was yeah. just because she had time and she could do it. Um, he, he thought he was doing something like that, and it was not. It was not good. So PSA for all men out there, if you think you can organize better than the woman in your life, you may be able to, and that's great. But before you put those skills to the test, just check. Just have a just conversation. Check. Just be like, hey. And actually, as you were talking, it reminded me of a friend I have. I still, still a friend of mine, but lives in Orlando. And he was the cleanest person, mm. super clean, and um, when I was out of town in Tallahassee, he I he had the key to my apartment because I had him like check on stuff. But he cleaned my whole shower. Oh, I wow. hate cleaning showers. Yeah. And I hate well cleaning in general. He cleaned my whole shower, my whole bathroom. He probably might have cleaned the whole apartment. It wasn't that big. And that was so kind. I think, oh, he also replaced the shower head because I've been complaining wow. about the shower head. Yeah, he's a really good friend and very clean. Um, but he would do just like really nice things like that for me. And we had like discussed it. Maybe that's why he cleaned it because he said he would put on a new shower head and then he went ahead and like cleaned everything and might've put on a new like inner shower curtain as well. So wow. yeah, he's, was good, he's good beyond. people. He's good people. Yeah. So how do we show gratitude for someone else's kindness? Like when he cleaned your shower for you, like as a simple thank you good enough or do or do we kind of owe someone something after they've shown us a kindness i think it depends i think there's like a kind of a natural thing where like i think it's kind of like where we feel like okay now i owe someone something but i like i don't have a checklist in my head like if someone does Mm. something for me i have to like okay i need to remember and then i need to do something really nice for them Like I don't try to keep like that checklist in my head because then it's not just a kindness. It's an obligation. As you're talking about that, it's making me think of, um, of like pay it forward. Like that's something they, that like people say about kindness. Mm -hmm. Um, and I feel like, 
yes, pay it forward, but in a sense of like, just be kind to people always. Like, I don't, I don't like try to intentionally, how can I be kind today? And I'm not saying that that's wrong. Like maybe that's something that would, would help some, would help you to be kind is to think about it. And at the end of the day, what kind of kindness did I do for me? That's not something that I do or, you know, feel like it is necessary, but it reminds me of, um, for like a couple years ago, I think it's still going on. Um, somebody like paid for somebody's Starbucks behind them in line. And then the next person paid for their person, uh, for Starbucks behind them and da, da, da. And it was like going on for like an hour or a day or something. And people still do that. People will like pay for the person behind them. And, um, what's interesting is like on the surface, like that's, that's pretty cool. That's pretty kind. But then also, is it, or is it just complicated? Because then I think, well, how is that cashier dealing with that? Because they have to, the person that comes up to their window also is drive through. So it's fast. The person has to give them the order, their order, but they paid for the person behind them. So they have to deal with two checkout things. Like, I don't know how it is to be a cashier, but I feel like there's like stuff involved and that's kind of, I feel like that's complicated. So it might, is it kind or is it actually just really annoying? I don't know. Well, this exact thing happened to me not even a week ago. Oh, this exact at Starbucks? Thing. No, it was at Dairy Queen. Oh, okay. So <clears throat> Hannah and I had decided that we were going to go get blizzards. And so we went through the drive-thru and I had a coupon. Yes. I had a coupon for buy one, get one free blizzards. And we got up to pay and they said, your order is free because the person in front of you paid. And they kind of did it like that. They're like, your order is free. And then there was this long, awkward pause. Oh. Because the person in front of you paid. And I was like, oh, I had a coupon. coupon. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so they gave us the blizzards. And I was like, well, I would like to pay for the person behind me. Like, I felt obligated to yeah. do that. And guys, I had a coupon. I was yeah. only going to pay for one blizzard. And the person behind me had gotten like two full lunch meals. Uh, and so it really didn't work out very well. How much did me. you pay? It ended up, like I don't know, like 12 bucks or something. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't a ton of money, it but it was way more than yeah. one blizzard. Yeah. So, uh, and you still have your coupon? No, because it expired. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I mean, and they said when I when I said, "Well, I'll pay for the person behind me," they kind of went, "Oh, yeah," <laughs> like it oh, must yeah. have been a burden for them to kind of yeah. keep track of it. Um, but I know that whoever started it meant it to be a kindness, yeah. You know, and it just by by going on and on and on, I guess it gotten out of hand. But I think I think in, if it was one and done that would feel like a kindness yeah. like a surprise but that fact that you felt obligated to do the next one and the next one then it's not kind it's just an obligation i did pay for the person behind me once where 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 i was the one who started it because the way the drive through at this particular place was set up was weird and i realized after i got in line that i had cut someone off oh and i was like oh yeah. so when i got to when i was like you know i cut off the lady behind me so i just want to buy her lunch yeah. too um just tell her i said i was sorry yeah. you know and that was like a way to make up for an unkindness yeah. yeah and and if if it was said like hopefully the they were able to say it like that if it was said like that then i wouldn't feel obligated to buy behind right. me too if it's just like random then you know but I'm not saying that it's a bad thing to pay for the people behind you, but kind of when you really think about it, it's like, is it kind for everyone? It's interesting how it felt in that moment when I received someone else's kindness, how it was hard to just receive it. Mm -hmm. I felt like, oh, I'm a bad person if I don't yeah. continue this on. Yeah. Um, th that, that sense of obligation yeah. was interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. I wonder if it's something that everybody feels. I don't know. 
I don't know if I've been in that situation, um, the Starbucks situation, like the, you know, paying for the person behind you, actually. I'm not sure. I can't remember. So we got the idea for talking about kindness because Sky had said that her husband is kind. And then now we've been talking about different kind of acts of kindness. What do you think? What do you think she meant? Like to describe him as a kind person? Well, I don't have to think about it because I asked her. I actually was able to talk to her on the phone the other day and I brought it up because I was like, well, actually you inspired our next episode as well. So, um, so I thought it was just very interesting, her kind of insight. And one of the things, the first thing she said was he always assumes the best of her. Like Mm. that is how he shows his kindness is always assuming the best. So, you know, you're a human being and you know, sometimes you might be hungry. Sometimes you might Mm -hmm. be sad. Sometimes you might not feel like the nicest person, but sometimes I might be all of those things at one time, hungry, sad, and not nice. Exactly. And so even when all of these things are factors, he always assumes the best in her and always assumes positive intent. So if she says something that might sound off or maybe have even offend him in some way before he would like be like, Oh my gosh, he would ask for clarification. So this is what I heard. Is this what you meant? Oh no, no, no. I meant da, 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 da. I, you know, I just not thinking straight right now, assuming positive intent, asking for clarification. And also she had mentioned on the podcast that they have both done a lot of their own work on Mm. their own stuff. And they've recognized that also, he reassures her in a lot of ways based on some of the trauma and challenges she's had in her life. He knows that and he doesn't use that against her obviously and doesn't, uh, but also uses that in a way where when he communicates with her, he knows her past and make sure that and make sure that the things that he's saying or the reactions he's having um, doesn't trigger those things. Or if something might trigger it, that they kind of talk it through together. So Um, I thought that was amazing of um, kind of how she described really kind of in depth his kindness. Yeah. He's aware of what she needs and he makes an effort to meet her where she is. I think that's, I think that is kind. Yeah, I agree. So I, I, I really like that. Like always assuming positive intent. Um, Cause I, that's actually something um, at Apple. One of, we had like a list of things that we did as an employee. And one of those was always assume positive intent um, and I learned, so I learned that there is like when someone comes in loud and angry, da, 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 you know, assume positive intent. Let's, and let's go from there. Um, uh, a lot of times they just wanted a free computer. So, you know, you also have to keep that in mind, <laughs> but, um, uh, but yeah, that's kind of trickled down in my life is, you know, assume the best in people. So I try to do that. Like with, with people I meet is just assume positive intent unless, um, unless I see otherwise, like I don't just like, you know, give them the passcode to my house or something uh, right away. I do. I had to earn that passcode y'all. Oh yeah. She has, Beth has a passcode <laughs> to my house. So uh, don't ask her though. So Beth, when you do something kind for somebody, do you expect um, kindness to be returned to you from that person in a timely manner? No. And I think that if I went into it with that mindset, I wouldn't be being kind. I'd, I would be doing something else. I'd be, I'd be almost manipulating them. Yeah. So that that's the opposite of kindness. I think it's it's what well, we talked about. The opposite of kindness is really selfishness. Yeah. And so if I'm really doing it so that they have to do something yeah. for me, it's like, what can I get out of this? That's actually selfish. Yeah, yeah. That's funny because that actually reminds me of um, 
the the show The Office, one of the characters, uh, if if you know the show, I know you don't, but if you know the show, Dwight, I, there's like an episode I can't remember exactly. There's an ep- episode where he gives somebody like a loaf of bread or something, and and they're like, "Thank you." And he's like, "Okay, now you're in my debt. Now you need to do something for me." <laughs> like he was like, "Now you must do this for me," uh, which is that which is that like stereotype that you do something nice for me, you just you know. Um, but really, I think when kindness is really given just in all aspects of life, I think it just inspires like when someone's kind to me and it makes, it gives me a, a good feeling and I want to be kind to others, you know? So if we're all kind to each other, we are going to then reciprocate kindness, maybe not necessarily to the person that gave us kindness, but we're going to reciprocate it because we have that feeling of, you know, being seen, we're going to let someone else be seen. So I think by, us just always being kind and not expecting anything in return, we actually are going to keep returning that into the world just by respecting and assuming positive intent in all people. We have so much fun making this podcast and we've heard from some of you that you're wondering what is the best way to support us. So we've decided to expand the podcast experience using buymeacoffee.com. You can go there and buy us a cup of coffee or for Steph, a cup of tea, or you can actually become a monthly supporter and that will give you access to PDFs of the questions for reflection, as well as pictures, outtakes, polls, and more. The kinds of things that we would put on social media if we had a social media channel, but we actually don't for the podcast because we decided from the beginning that we didn't want to add to more white noise in your life. So one of the great things about Buy Me A Coffee is that you'll be able to actually get an email when we post new content. You can go straight there and you don't have to deal with ads or being bombarded with other content. You see exactly the content you're looking for without a bunch of distractions. We plan to post probably like once or twice a week and we're excited to get your feedback as members on our Buy Me A Coffee page, which we are lovingly calling our BMAC page. BMAC. BMAC. Uh, so you'll be able to find a link in our description to find out more and to sign up. Well, I want to remind you that um, we are on all podcast platforms. Uh, the biggest podcast platform currently is Apple Podcasts. And if you are in that podcast app right now, please do us a favor and go all the way down to the bottom and click that fifth star to give us a five star rating. Uh, that really helps us get found by other people. Um, and it, there's probably how you can probably rate on other sites as well. So if you're in another app, please take a second to look and see. Um, also, a new growing platform is Amazon Music, and um, I personally use Amazon Music for my music. I have all my Echo devices in my house that I play music with, but I was looking the other day, I was searching for something random, and I realized like all types of stuff come up in the search, and when I typed in Scars, our podcast came up, and I was like, that's us, that's so cool. So, we are everywhere you want to be. And leaving us a reviewer rating is a kind thing to do. <gasps> yes. Thank you so much. That would be kind. Um, also, calling in to the podcast is very kind, and we very much appreciate it. And we had a call, another call from Joey. He had called once before, and we, uh, I wanted to play this because it was a really great message. Hey, Steph and Beth. Uh, it's Joey McGee from Bryan, Texas again. Hey, Joey. And I just listened to your Juneteenth episode, so... Um, I <laughs> thank you, thank you for sharing that. That was awesome. And um, as I was listening to the conversation, uh, it was just healing for me to 
to hear it. So thanks for sharing that. I hope it spreads like wildfire. Um, Juneteenth as a national holiday, yes. Um, yes. Hopefully it serves as a conduit for us to visit um, our American history, even though mm-hmm. that was a difficult part of our history. And anyway, thank you. I really appreciate y'all sharing that. Um, there was a, another episode I listened to a while back, and I don't know if it was um, Black Lives Matter or Black Lives Still Matter, one of those episodes. But anyway, y'all talked about books. I have a book recommendation. If you haven't uh, listened mm. to it, I listened to it. And I didn't read it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's called The Warmth of Other Suns. Um, it's on my list. It's, it's a really great book. Is it L.I.N.A.? Uh, Isabel Wilkerson. Oh, Wilkerson. And highly recommend it, whether you read it or listen to it. So, um, I know you guys both don't jive with this, but love you guys and appreciate what you're doing. Thank you, Joey. We Thank love you, you too. So oh my much. goodness. That is awesome. I will say, I actually listened to this voicemail. I think he sent it a couple weeks ago and I got the book. I ordered the book. Oh my gosh. This is the thickest book I think I have ever seen. It is so thick. It rivals Harry Potter, but I'm, I haven't started it yet because it scared me with the size, but I'm going to read it because Joey recommended it and yeah. I um I'm I want to read it. I have it on my list, and to be honest, I've had it on my list for a while, but I haven't listened to it because Joey, I listen to books too. Um, <laughs> because she has two books, so she has one called Cast, and she has one called The Warmth of Other Suns, and I've gotten conflicting information about like which one should you do first, but mm. I'm just gonna dive in with The Warmth of Other yeah. Suns since he said it was good. I'm just gonna start there, and I kind of feel like um. Uh, Daryl recommended that as well, but I cut it out. Like for some reason, I feel like oh. he recommended multiple books or during the episode. Like it sounded familiar to me when Joey said it. Um, I don't think it's in the episode anymore, but I think he, I think he might have, I don't know. I felt like I heard that name before, but anyways, I'm very excited to read it. I'm scared, but I'm excited. <laughs> All right. So I have a news thing for you. A, a bit of news that, a you bit know, of news. a bit of news. This is from a couple of weeks ago. Okay. Um, uh, and I, I'm curious to get your feedback on it, but I'm also curious based on the conversation we've had about kindness. Okay. So there, um, there's a restaurant called the Stumble Inn Bar and Grill in Londonderry, New Hampshire. And a few weeks ago, um, a man came in and he ordered $38 worth of food and drinks. And then he left a $16,000 tip. Okay. And... He wants to remain anonymous, so they haven't been able to interview him. I'll put a link to this in the show notes so you can read the story for yourselves. But the owner said that it was enough money that it was like a double or a triple paycheck for the people who had worked on that shift that were going to share the tips. Um, I don't know. Does that is it kind? Do you think it's kind? And I also want I also want to say that he's been back to the restaurant a few times since then and has not done it again. He just did it the once. <laughs> Um, well, it's an odd number to me. So I would be suspicious. Why 16,000? Mm-hmm. Like that's an odd number to me. What would be a less odd number? Like if it were 15,000, is that less odd than 16,000? A thousand. A 1,000. I would be like, oh, wow. I don't know. For some reason mm-hmm. over that just seems odd to me. I think a thousand would be like, oh my gosh. I think a hundred would be exciting and less weird. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it just seems a little strange. To the me. The restaurant owner said 
Um, this is the quote out of the article that I'll post. He says, it just says there's good, kind-hearted people out there who realize that people might have to struggle. Uh, and because of COVID, you know, the restaurant industry was hit pretty hard. And he felt like it was kind of a response to that, to kind of say, I know it's been a hard year. But the tip, let me go, help out. Does the tip go to the whole restaurant or just to the waiter? No, the owner said that it was distributed among the staff. No, there, there's nothing wrong with that. Yes, that's kind. I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't say at all. It's not. It's just an odd number to me. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that's really great if it's, um, if it's something that was like able to be distributed amongst all the workers that day to be able to. I think he wanted it distributed because the owner said that you know since this person has come back in, yeah, he's talked to him and said. And do you really want to do this? And he said, no, I really want it. I really want it to go to everybody. Yeah. I really wanted to share yeah. this money. I think that's great. So yeah. Yeah. An act of kindness. I mean, I would have benefited a thousand or 2000, but that's just, <laughs> <laughs> that just like, I literally, like, why would you pick 16? Like why? Maybe he knew they were struggling or something. Yes. It doesn't say that in the news article, but yes, maybe. I think that's very kind. Yeah. What's the biggest tip you've ever given Beth? Does it count if it was my husband and I, and he did it? Sure. Okay. And do you want to know the biggest one on purpose or the biggest one on accident? Both. Okay. So the biggest one on accident was we were in London and we wanted a cab driver to take us to Abbey Road and we had the kids with us. And so we got there and it was kind of, you know, kind of rushed to get out of the cab or whatever. Cause it's a busy road. And, um, my husband handed the guy, you know, he paid for the the cab there and the guy was like wow thank you <laughs> and we got out of the cab to think about that my husband was like why did he react like that and he looked back at the money in his hand and he was like oh i gave him a hundred pound note instead of what i meant to give him whoops <laughs> <laughs> so i actually don't remember how much of a tip it was but it was a lot um and the other thing that comes to mind when you ask about tipping is um a couple times a year we'll go to waffle house and we always tip really big there because i feel like they're always so genuinely like nice and it's easy to do. And so we usually leave pretty big tips there. Well, what's a big tip? Well, like we'll leave a hundred dollar bill on okay. a $20. Yeah. Okay. It's not $16,000. Yeah. Like a hundred. Yeah. That, yeah. I think that like would be bucks. great. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Good job. At the end of each episode, we end with questions for reflection. These are questions based on today's show that Beth will read and leave a little pause between or you can find a PDF of them on our Buy Me a Coffee page. Number one, what does it mean to you to be kind? Number two, when was the last time someone treated you with kindness? How did it feel? Number three, when was the last time you treated someone else with kindness? How did that feel? Number four, is it better to do something kind or receive a kindness? Which one feels better? And number five, do you spend time thinking about the kindness you have shown to others? Do you think that it's important? This has been the Discovering Our Scars podcast. Thank you for joining us. Oh.